Hi, my name is Lee, and I host the Lights Camera Rant Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. We'll be talking about the latest in movies, TV shows, and video games. Without any further delay, let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining with me today. As always, I'm your lovable host, Lee. Uh, as you probably have noticed, in this episode, a few of the sounds and intros have changed a little bit. Uh, with this epi- with my podcast, uh, as I said in my very first episode, I'm obviously a little bit new to this, so my co- podcast will you will probably will notice some changes here and there. Always looking to improve. Always looking to make it obviously make it sound more clearer. Always making sure that it uh, goes and smooth as well as possible as I would like. Uh, as I said, always work in progress. I hope that. Uh, I can't believe I haven't reached episode four <laughs> already. Uh, but as it keeps changing, as we keep going episode to episode, I hope that it gets better with each one. And I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you continue to come back with me every Tuesday when I hit my lovable, annoying voice, ranting and raving on all these topics. That's just that's just the first thing I just wanted to get out of the way first. Just uh, obviously first little bit of news. First thing I just wanted to get out of the way first, just uh, obviously first little bit of news. Other bit of news, I regularly play tennis and due to lockdown, which I think I said in my last episode, we're still in lockdown. We've got out of lockdown now and I've just gone back to playing tennis uh, just yesterday and holy shit, I'm starting to feel my age. Uh, I didn't play for about a month because of the COVID lockdown and my God. I can feel everything. <laughs> everything on the one side of my body, I can feel everything. So I'm glad that a, I'm glad with a podcast you can sit down and do this, and you don't have to stand and talk around a whole bunch of people. Because I think I'd be lopsided, or I'd be holding everything in my left hand because my shoulder and my arm are sore. Um, so that's. I hope you enjoy that little bit about my health. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have a very heavy lifting job, or this would be hurting as a bitch tomorrow or all fucking week. Uh, but enough about me. Let's get into this episode. So, since the last episode I uh, do make, uh, there was a few new trailers. The most prominent I can, the most prominent one is the new He-Man trailer for the Kevin Kevin Smith series on Netflix. Holy shit! That is just radiating. radiating 80s all over it it looks so clean it looks like so bright so many colors so clean obviously with technology that you know 30 20 20 30 years later obviously it's going to be but the new he-man series looks great i can't wait to watch that um and obviously any trailer that has i need a hero in it nine times out of ten sold you've got me because that is a great song uh, that's a new trailer that I, can't, that I can't wait for. There has been a few more trailers, bits and bobs with uh, Black Widow. We're so close. So close. It's... I just want to go to the movies. Just want to go see it. <laughs> but I see Marvel's been really releasing bits and pieces about that. And uh, I, I, can't, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. And I can't wait to tell you all guys all about it. In saying, in saying that... In, speaking of Marvel, not a trailer, but Loki got released. 
The first two episodes of Loki have been released, and wow, simple, wow. I ever since watching those two episodes, um, I've been texting my friends. We've been argu- not arguing, but debating back and forth about this. This is it's re- actually it's really good. I have all three all three TV shows that have been released so far. Um, Obviously, with Wanda and Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki wastes no time. I think within fifteen minutes of the show, uh, you already knew the new. You already know the new characters. You already know their names, and you're straight into it. There's no the paced. Obviously, it's paced out, but it's not a slow start. Like you get, you get straight into this. It's only into episode two. And realizing that in fact there's only six episodes makes me sad because I would want more episodes of this than Wanda and Falcon and Winter Soldier because this is as this is so good. And for any Marvel fan, uh, any Marvel fan out there, you should be watching this. I understand you may just want to watch Marvel at the movies, but this is this is really cool. Everything is so clean cut. Uh, Quality is 100%. Disney's literally dropped a bag of money to Marvel and been like, yeah, go nuts. Have fun. You need this to make this? Done. Here's your blank check. It's... So the first episode's episode's really good, and so is the second one. It kicks into... Second one kicks into straight straight into gear, and I'm pretty sure as I'm recording this... uh, Episode 2 of Loki, or Loki in general, all together, has a 100% rating of Rotten Tomatoes. Let's get into, further again into Loki. Uh, this is, like, straight off the bat, like, it does obviously do the recap for Endgame. So, just a short re- short reason to, obviously, to get straight into it and pick up where it's left off. Um, and that was, of course, episode... If you're listening to this, 100% you probably have watched Loki. You sh- If you haven't... Stop listening to my podcast, go watch it, and come back. Because this is, this is, no, this is great age stuff. You need to go watch Loki. Um, it's, as I said, it's really sad that there's only six episodes. And I'm already curious to know, like, what's going to happen in the last, the last episode? But the first episode is a really good start. You really get into it. Obviously, the environment, the show setting, uh, it was, I will admit, it was very sad and great acting by Tarzan when he was si- when he was sitting and watching his entire life go b- go by in the MCU. Like you really, you really felt for him. Which I, for a brief second, I thought he might have not gone through it, and he would never know, or he would only watch it at the end of the series. I'm glad they did that right at the start. Like that's. I'm really glad they did it right at the start. So, boom, he knows everything, nothing. They're getting straight into it. But as soon as he watched the entire way through, the emotion that he was conveying, the and when he saw the fact that right at the end it says end of file, you, you felt for him. Which I, which I was saying to my mate is the fact that, you know, if you watch any show... If you're watching a show just brand new, like you're still obviously in similar environment, you still feel for them. But I think because of the fact that Marvel has have built this over eleven years, 
you feel for these characters so much more. Like it hits harder because the fact that you've you've gone through these characters every step of the way. When normally in a normal scenario, you only get like four movies worth. Obviously, we've seen this entire MCU grow highs, lows, especially Loki, who's a fan favorite. And I'm so glad the fact that Tom Hilson, Tom Hilson uh, didn't get Thor and he got Loki instead because he's brought so much uh, characterization and emotional, and emotional weight to this character. And watching watching it through, like watching that highlight reel, and you you just fell for him because you because we've been through everything, we've been through all the highs and lows. And the fact, you know, with Thor 3, they re- him and Thor re- con- rekindled their, fr- their relationship. Like, he was going to fight with him side for the next a few years, and then, boom, crack of the neck, gone. It was really quick and really, really surprising in Infinity War, but at the same time, uh, which I've always said is the fact that Thanos in that opening scene for any for any Infinity War, I know I'm going off topic. That that is how you introduce a villain. That is how you make a villain hated and show the pure strength. In that first fifteen minutes of Infinity War, this character that we've barely seen kills the fan favorite villain who's been there who's been there since two thousand eleven cracks his neck, at the same time makes the Hulk his bitch. And in that scene. So hero, you already see his strength, you already see what he can do, which sets up Infinity War and Endgame perfectly moving forward because you already know the power scale. Which is another conversation for another day. But back to Loki. Um, which you'll... Hundred percent noticed that I go on so many tangents. Uh, funny enough, they're talking about Loki on that. Um, so many tangents, and it's really cool to see this world. I do love the aesthetic, the fact that you know, very old typewriters, and you know, typewriters, old lighting, suits. I uh, love the scene with uh, with Casey's like, I'm gonna get you like a fish. Oh, what's a fish? <laughs> um, which. I think that one of the main arguments that I did have with one of my friends was the fact that he's, he did say that with the stones, finding the fact that, they, that there's something higher than the stones and the fact that people at the TVA just use them as paperweights, this whole argument was the fact that does this lessen all the deaths in Infinity War and Endgame? Because the fact that, you know, they aren't the great power of the universe. They aren't, you know... They aren't this be-all interval. There is something higher, which I don't think it does because the fact that in the TVA, they have no purpose there. But if you take them in the real world, they're still a threat. They're still an immense power. So they're still a threat if you put all the Infinity Stones together. So I don't think it lessens the death of Black Widow or Gamora. I think... It's, I think it just adds weight to the fact that the MCU is massive and it is expanding with every TV show, every movie, 
going further and further, the fact that of course there is going to be something higher than an infinity stone. There is there is something beyond that, which I think makes perfect sense, uh, because the fact that if we're looking at higher powered things, one word, Galactus, look it up. He is going to have to be brought in at some point. How Marvel are going to do it, I don't care. It's going to be fantastic. Um, huge Marvel fanboy. I'm pretty much, look, as you probably noticed in the last four episodes of hearing me chant, is that I do believe Marvel is printing money. Like, I will go watch nearly anything that Marvel produces. In saying that, I have not seen all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because after the first season, I lost interest. Um, didn't peak my interest as well as with this, with the Loki. Another dig at the fact that Asian Shield is a tangent, is an alternate timeline to the MCU, because the fact that he did say that uh, Morbius did say that Coulson's dead. He didn't say he's come back. There's nothing saying he's come back, but that could just be a one-off. That's the first episode. First episode kicks off really well. Second episode, love the opening. Again, I need, another need, need a hero song. That was really good. Um, but the right, like, the whole way you're guessing, you're guessing, you're expecting it to, all the way you're expecting it to be Loki right at the end, or a variation of Loki. And the fact it's not Loki at all, and he even says the fact that why I would never treat myself like this. That's because it ain't Loki. That because that is en Enchantress. Or a version of her, which makes a lot more sense. I am stoked for next episode. Obviously, I'm stoked for all the rest of four episodes. It's really sad that you know, next week when the episode releases, we're halfway through. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely go watch it. Um, episode 2 kicks it off really well, and there's a scene, it's, it's the small details at Marvel that I do love. There's a scene where they're about to enter a shopping center, and there are all the guards and every, everyone's walking straight to it, but you see Loki pause and then look up to the rain, and it makes you think, like, could be overanalyzing, it makes it, Makes it could be overanalyzing. Makes me is he looking at that as in oh it's really raining or the fact that he misses Thor because he thinks Thor's dead because the last thing on that tape he watches in first one is the fact that the Asgardian ship blowing up. There was nothing from Endgame, so for all he knows is that Thanos is still alive. Um. Thanos is still alive. He knows, that obviously, that the Avengers has gone through time. But at the same time, he doesn't know Thor's alive. But could be wrong. Could be any scenario. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my take on Loki. It's gold. It's wonderful. It's gorgeous to look at. Uh, Owen Wilson is great. Want to know more of his backstory. Obviously, we're going to find out more, but 100% go watch it. My top recommendation, uh, which is really in other news, in other moving news, uh, Aquaman 
2 got its title, uh, Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, uh, which is going to be really interesting because as far as I knew, Atlantis was The Lost Kingdom, um, which a nod to Atlantis The Lost Empire, which you should go watch. Should go watch Atlantis The Lost Empire. I'm pretty sure it was the 20th, 20th anniversary. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was the 21st, 20th anniversary of that because that came out in 2001. That's a great anime movie by Disney, and that is one that, if I could request anything from Disney, not a Koala sequel. I have look. I haven't seen that movie. I hear good things, but at the same time, I'm not gonna go watch a movie about a woman that likes skinning dogs. Um, that doesn't like cool. Um, you're trying to make a villain a hero, I get that, but what she does is kind of, kind of really fucked up. Uh, but, hey, in saying that, I would love for Disney to make Atlantis The Lost Empire a live-action movie, throw money at it, get a good director, it would look fantastic visually, which, as you can see for the movie, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be a great adventure movie that you go go off with. Um, just be something different. Like, even though you've seen an anime version, it's at least it's something different. But, and back to Aquaman, Lost Kingdom. Curious to see what that is. Curious to see where that will go. Um, obviously, it's just a tile at the stage, but at least it points us in the right direction. And... We just we just have to wait wait until it comes out, which I will go see it. I did like the first Aquaman; it was really good. Uh, the only criticism I had about it was that it did feel a lot like uh, movie tropes. Oh, just movie tropes! Like, oh my god, you killed my father, I'm gonna avenge you. Or, oh my god, you. Kill my, uh, you know, you kill my other. Just, it just seemed like there was a lot of movie tropes. I'm like, well, you could just be a little bit more creative. Like, I get it, it's hard. It's hard to um, escape that, but do something different. At the same time, Jason Moa, now that man, now him in the Snyder Cut, obviously. So I'm pumped for that. So that should be interesting. Now, uh, in other news, uh, set photos of the Obi-Wan, uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan TV, Disney Plus TV show. Uh, I looked at the set photos. It was actually quite funny because looking at the set photos, it makes you look at them and go, what the, what the fuck is going on? Like, questions. So many questions. And looking at them, and the funny thing is the fact that all, I'm pretty sure all the other characters except for Ewan McGregor are all not covering up. You can see what they're wearing. But Ewan McGregor... Um, looks like he's been lost in the woods for about 50 years. Makes sense. Obviously, I'm being on Tatooine. Um, he's wearing, like, looks like a like garbage bag to, sh- to show up his costume, like, so you can't see his costume. And I thought, well, I get it. I get it while you're doing it, but I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't, that is a TV show that I, c- I can't wait. Everyone who's coming back... Everyone who's coming back and who's new for it, I'm in. Uh, the fact that Hayden Christensen is coming back to the TV show, what role he will play 
in that will be fantastic. Um, sad thing is, I'm pretty sure they have said the fact it's only going to be a limited series, so we have to enjoy it the best we can. But the fact, like, where this is picking up off, like, it's going to be really cool. I'd 100% go recommend it. The trailer is most likely going to blow everybody's pants off. Um, and we're getting spoiled with Star Wars TV shows. And the best thing about them, I do believe, is the fact that, no offense to the sequel trilogy, the fact that it's all based off the uh, the prequels and obviously the normal great trilogy, uh, the original trilogy, in fact, they're based off that. So it's you know it's pulling the heartstrings in people's childhoods, and there you can tell that these shows are made with so much love, especially Mandalorian. All the detail, everything that happens, everything that's happened, everything, all the characters they meet, you can show that there's so much love um, for them. And the Mandalorian has been fantastic. Um, and that's really blown out of the water. Can't wait for season three. Can't wait for the Boba Fett TV show, which I think I did read the fact that they have actually finished filming. As I said, like we were getting spoiled with these TV shows. And the next four, four or five years, Star Wars, Marvel are looking great. Well, with uh, Marvel, yeah, knowing Kevin Feige, next 15 years are going to look great. Um, that was the other, that's the other two news is that, oh, sorry, that's the other two pop culture things that have popped up. In other news that's just uh, in other news that's just come up is the fact that E3's just finished. Uh, E3 massive gaming con- uh, convention and it is like the pinnacle. This is where you show show your shit. And according to that, that sentence has varied in recent years or recent two years because of the fact that Sony has opted out. I've only gone to E3 once, and that was in t- 2018, and that was fan. Fucking-tastic. I would go back in a heartbeat. It was a great experience. It was last year, the fact that place, uh, Sony was at E3. So me and my mates were really struck down for that. It was a great experience. And just the fact that you're with all these people with the same focus, passion, loving and caring all into this world. As and with the most recent E3, uh, there was some really good ones, that, really good uh, new stuff that comes out. Uh, there was the fact that um, you know, the new Guns Galaxy game looks great. I can't wait for that. The new Forza looks gorgeous. I, I'm, a PlayStation, I'm a PlayStation 5 guy. Xbox, I do have that saved on my shopping list as TBA. So I will eventually get one. So the fact I can have best of both worlds. Just don't tell my partner. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of like trying to hope the fact I can just sneak in the room and just tell it's a bookcase or something. <laughs> uh, but no, the new Guardians Galaxy game, I'm so stoked for that. I can't wait. Uh, that I hope, I hope it will be really good. In, uh, in accordance to that, the Avengers game that came out the other year, look, I've played it. Um, 
aesthetically it looks great, story's really good, but it's not a game that I'm going to come back to and play a lot. Not like the old Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's a stellar game. That's a game that I actually, funny enough, you can still download it on the PlayStation Store, and I actually went back and actually finished both those two games again. I thought, these were great graphics. I haven't aged, obviously, very well, but still a great game from start to finish. Story, great. Um, but yeah, they did a new Black Panther announcement for the Avengers game. Um, Forza, as I said, Forza looks gorgeous. Uh, Halo uh, looks really good. I'm still iffy. Still iffy about the Halo part. Um, obviously, with the footage that got issued out last year, and you're like, this looks like a giant pile of crap. Which, thank you for the audience. They also told they also told everyone that it looked like a giant pile of crap. It looked like from Halo 2. Like, don't get me wrong, Halo 2 is a great game, but for something that you're pushing on your premier console, like, this is next generation, this looks three generations ago, and I just showed my age. But no, E3 turned out to be really good. Some of the announcements that all oh, extra footage we've got on a few games, and I was like, well, they've already announced that, we've already seen that. It's sad because... It's sad because of the fact that some of those games, like, they're not... They're obviously just trying to announce them earlier and because they want to get more more hype. And... Which I completely understand. But it's when your E3 rocks up and you're like, here's some extra footage, and you're like, I've already seen this. Cool. Where's where's the extra, st extra stuff? Oh, we haven't got anything. That's, that's it. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, I guess I'll just wait until 22, 2022 when it comes out. Oh, we'll have some more stuff in there for in between, but not for you right now. Uh, but I would, I would love to go back to E3, even though Sony's not there anymore, just for the experience, I'd love to go back. Um, obviously when COVID has simmered down and we can go do international travel, I'd, I'd love to go back to that. I, even a few of my mates would say that would love to go back. Um, if, if you ever get a chance, um, and if you're a big gamer and you love games, this is... It's heaven. It's fan-fucking-tastic. And I, couldn't, I can't speak highly of enough of it. Um, I wish... So, so, I wish Stone was still there so I could go more often. Um, they would... Be in Australia, but obviously not. <laughs> uh, but no, a lot of good stuff came out um, from the three days. Um, I did also see Sea of Thieves uh, doing a Pirates of the Caribbean update or DLC. I'm all in for Sea of Thieves. is a great. It's a great game in the sense in the sense of the fact it does annoy me the fact that you do need help from other people if you're kind of a single player person like myself. Um, but it's just doing the simple things. It's gorgeous. Like the water, the water alone looks great. The sense of adventure you get from that game is also fantastic. And you can tell that it's maintained and you know, it's, uh, they've put a lot of love in the game and they've really wanted to stress the fact that, you know, this is you know, going together as a team. Um, and the new parts of the game 
DLC looks great. I am so in for it. I, well, my mate actually texted me. He's like, check this out. Because the funny thing is we're actually saying we were playing it a couple of weeks ago. And I was saying how the fact that you, know, you have this Pirates game. I'm like, well, it's strange that... I'm, it, it was just a coincidence. It was, I was like, you know, it's strange the fact they haven't done any Pirates of the Caribbean stuff in it, or the fact that you can't go on a ship and you have the Pirates of the Caribbean theme playing in the background, or there isn't some, or some little nugget that you can do. In, in accordance with that, you can get sucked and taken down by, obviously, the Kraken, uh, which I, that hasn't happened to me, but every time the music does change, I'm, I'm on the water, I do slightly panic. And usually it's just that giant shark or fish thing. So it's half and half. But no, I'm, I'm all up for that. And I can't wait to see that. Um, I can't wait, can't wait to play it. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to play that. I have been playing for the last two, two weeks. I think, as I said, my last episode, I have been playing Ratchet and Clank. Uh, that finally came out. And that is gorgeous. That's a gorgeous game. I probably say that way too too often. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, if I. All right, you hear the first episode four. Bring in a game rating system. Uh, thumbs up. Let's go. Thumbs up. Uh, five out of five. Thumbs up. It is. It 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 push it it uses utilizes the PlayStation Five console to its max if you have a layers 4k tv uh playing ratchet and clank it looks it looks great um and playing it it's so much fun like it's just a lot of fun game the story is really good uh i can see why there's so much love uh and so much great great reviews on this game i can't it's sad the fact there isn't gonna be a sequel for a few years I want to stick with now. I'm sold, but Ratchet and Clank they did they did that really good. It's a great game, start to finish. The controls, the weapons, as crazy as always. Um, and some obviously some nostalgic ones, some from the very first one, which the first one's actually free on PlayStation Gold, which I did went back. Which I did go back and played that a, f- um, a few months ago. It was actually quite funny. I I played it, and I, when I finished the story, I did say I did say to one of my friends, like, that didn't. To some parts, I was like, that didn't happen in the game. Well, that didn't. That story's different. He's like, yeah, it was. It was reimagined. They changed a few things. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Because I'm like, I don't remember this. I don't remember that ending. But still, still a really good game. Um, if you get those, if you do, recommendation is go play the new Ratchet and Clank if you go to PlayStation 5. Uh, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. It's addicting. And if you've got kids, um, they'll love it too. Um, I haven't been able to put it down so far. Obviously, thanks to work, I've had to. In accordance to that, the last two weeks have been really good. All news, E3, Ratchet and Clank, Loki... There is so much more to come, and I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. Uh, I'm still processing. I'm still processing the Loki. I'm still got so many theories in my head. Like, what, what does this all mean? Like, where's the TVA? Is that in the, is that in the quantum realm? 
Is it on the planet? Because it, you know, it just goes on forever. Uh, what does this mean for the timeline? Will the sorry the sacred timeline? How close will Loki get to Thor in this TV show at all? Where is Loki Loki going to go from that? Uh, another which I will talk to you guys all about it. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, Another thing, uh, uh, what what I would like to do next is this is uh, not a hate, not a hate crime and nothing bad. This is three to four franchises that I do believe that personally need to die. Not that need to die or not to finish or let's to die, to finish or look, let's not make another movie for at least 10 years to give a break to that franchise. Uh, no, because these, these are franchises that there's been, there's been sequel after sequel after sequel, and it makes you wonder, like, like cool, but then the sequels get less and lesser to the original, which made it popular, or the sequels are getting worse as they go along. Uh, in no particular order, one I can tell you is that I love the first Die Hard. Second was still pretty good. Third one was alright. Fourth was really, fourth was decent. Uh, fifth, fifth one, uh, which was crap. Fifth one was crap, and did not need to be made. Die Hard is a franchise I do believe that needs to stop for at least ten years. Give it a break. You can you can you can reboot it. You can do uh, a new John McClane, which some people are like. No, you can't do it with that Bruce Willis. But they're making a new Die Hard movie, which is meant to be a prequel movie to Die Hard. I'm like, why? Like, just just ten years. Give it ten years. I think is more enough time. Doesn't mean the franchise is going to die. It doesn't mean it's going to lose momentum. It just means the fact it gives the audience a break from it. Make people want a sequel. That's the thing. People make the audience want to have one. Grow that anticipation. Another franchise is Terminator. Terminator, like the last one they made was, it was good. Like you got Linda Linda Hamilton back, but it still still missed the mark. Uh, To me, after the first two, it just, stagnant and it's been slowly going up and down 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 like i did i did like terminator salvation with christian bale i thought that was i thought that was all right uh but still same thing it didn't really hit the mark Uh, but uh i do know that the new terminator dark fate was meant to kick off a new trilogy which i think pretty sure they have canceled can that and they want to go in a different direction but terminator genesis was shit like that's like I'm pretty sure the whole timeline and all those movies is totally fucked. I just look in the original trilogy, one, two, three is fine. But four, fifth actually no, sorry, one, two, three, four, that's all fine. Fifth, sixth, I've just like fucked that timeline. Um, but that's another franchise I feel like give it ten years. Give it ten years reboot it or do a sequel fresh and people will love it uh terminator is a great franchise there's a lot 
Obviously, an old saying is the fact that you don't leave money on the table. These franchises do have money on the table, but I feel like they should have a little date saying, cannot touch until 2030, and then you can touch it um, if you want to get all that money. Uh, Another one, another one being, now this is, uh, to my dismay, this is half and half. X-Men. Before the merger, before the X-Men had the merger with Disney, sorry, well, Fox Studios with Disney, after X-Men Dark Fate, sorry, X-Men The Dark Phoenix, my apologies, that wasn't a great movie. But, like, that's, that's, that's wasn't a great movie, but that's what I mean is like, end it. Don't 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 do another one. Give it ten years. Re- reboot. I'm probably more going to the reboot kind of area, or not even a reboot, but like, insane. Like, do something different. Do so. If you want a new team, you can do that. Logan is a fantastic movie. I made my partner watch that. That is a sad movie, but Hugh Jackman, Pax Stewart, kill it. And Daphne, I can't remember her last name, uh, as X23, she was also fantastic. That movie's really good. That's not. That's the X Men franchise that has a lot of highs, had a lot of lows. But Logan was fantastic, but X Men Dark Phoenix, not so much. And then you got the New Mutants, which was in development hell so much that when it finally came out, how much everyone had grown since it was shot, which I think Kevin Feige understands this, and I I don't want to see another X Men movie for you know at least ten years, but I do know the fact being in the hands of Kevin Feige MCU, if they do bring an X Men movie in any shape or form in the MCU. I know it's going to be fresh. It's going to be different. They're going to treat it in a way that you're going, whoa, this is cool. I'm not sick of seeing these characters. That's not... But if they didn't do the merger, right now, I'd be like, Fox, stop. Just stop. Don't go any further. Let it be. Which is... We've been saying that if they did that. Obviously, the reason they have never done that was because of the fact... And they didn't, in their contract was the fact they had to make a movie in a certain amount of time or the rights went back to Marvel anyway. So it would still be a win-win regardless. Another movie franchise is Mission Impossible. I'm, I am under 100% belief the fact that Tom Cruise is not going to stop Mission Impossible until he does a stunt so out of this world that he dies. That he dies, I hope he doesn't die. But he will not be satisfied until he keeps pushing the boundaries until he's dead, which means he keeps making these movies. You go back and you watch the first Mission Impossible, you're like, whoa, this is actually old. It's based obviously based off that TV show. It's based off the TV show, of course. But there's Mission Impossible 6. Uh, they're making Mission Impossible 7. Holy crap. I just stop. Tom Cruise, I know you won't, but just stop. As well as you heard, actually recent, you actually did hear the fact he went off his chops at um, at a couple of co-stars, oh not co-stars, 
um, some crew staff because they were doing there because they weren't doing the COVID safe rules. Which, if you go on the internet and type it in, you can actually hear the full rant. Him going digging straight into them because they weren't COVID safe. Um, which I understand. Like in something like that, people's job is on the line. Just just put on a mask. Just put on masks. Sanitize your hands. Helps everybody. You get your paycheck. Move on. But he went off. Yeah, he went off tap. Which, yeah, I think Mission Impossible is another one that needs to stop. Um, one I won't dig into. I have said enough in my last few episodes, obviously. Uh, another one is Fast and Furious. At the end of the day, there's going to be 11 of those. And I want to bang my head. Nah, number nine just got released. It just got released just now. Seeing people post about it. Sorry, I can never see clips of it on TikTok. But I won't. No, I'll stop. I'll stop myself. Too much hate on that. But that's another TV. That's another movie franchise. I think that needs to stop. Those are the only particular ones that I do feel like you see a lot of, which a lot of people will. You know, a lot of people say like, "Well, I think the MC. I think the MCU should stop. There's too many. To, you know, too many. It's the same story over and over again." Which I say to you, "No, it's not. Go watch them, and you'll find out." At least they're doing something different each time. It's not just the same crap. Uh, but with DC, uh, that's a different uh, that's a different kettle of fish altogether. That uh, I've explained my first, I actually I explained back a while ago, and it's it's uh, just ama- like you know, it's just amazing how much Warner Brothers doesn't know fucking shit. Uh, can't put a coherent story together and just pissing down on what they have. That's really the end of the story. Um, but those, those are my top four franchises I do believe in either die, stop, or give a fucking break. Speaking of movies, last night I watched the movie Tenant by Christopher Nolan and as a movie review... Really good. A little bit hard to hear the dialogue, so I had to put the subtitles on. But from start to finish, it's a solid movie. With Christopher Nolan's movies, his cinematography, it's just gorgeous to watch. I don't know how to keep using that word. Uh, but it's, it's in all his movies, you watch him and you're like, just the shots he does is fantastic. The story is really good. Start to finish, the story is fantastic. But I will say... If you didn't like Inception, don't go see this movie. Because it, it's same thing. It is a total mindfuck. From start to finish, it's a total mindfuck. Even two hours, even now, I'm still thinking in my head, wait, what the fuck did that mean? Hang on. Did he go back? Did he go forward? It's a really gorgeous story. And I love the fact that it was Christopher Nolan that he takes the basic concept of a story, beginning, middle, and end, and he jumbles it up so much that you, 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 you're still stumped at the end of it, which end did you start in, which are where you're ending. And this story, this movie, sorry, is, is that. And the first thing I thought about when that movie finished, I thought, wow, I'm confused as fuck. That was really good to watch. At the same time, if you were the film editor for this movie, 
I look if you didn't if you didn't have a nervous breakdown at the end of it, well done, sir. Well done because it is how much you have to be mindful in editing this movie is enormous. It is just the bits and pieces that happen, what keeps in mind, going back and forward story. It's really good. Again, Christopher Nolan uh, knocks it out of the park, makes you think, and keeps you guessing the entire time. Uh, it's really recommendation. Go watch it. Um, it is two and a, two and a half hours. So it's obviously shorter than Endgame, uh, but it's really good to watch. I would recommend, depending on your sound system, to have uh, to have subtitles on. Uh, but yeah, definitely go watch it. It's a great story, start to finish, or is it finish to start? Yeah, to find out. <laughs> uh, well, guys. Thank you for joining with me for this episode. Always like, share, and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you'll join me for next time. See you later, guys.